Tonight we're going to be talking about this full moon, which is actually a super moon. We'll talk a little bit about what that means tonight. We're also going to talk about this being the strawberry moon and the full moon in Sagittarius, why it's in Sagittarius, what that means. We'll talk about the Vedic astrology of this moon. We'll also do a tarot reading for this moon. Namaste, and welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel. I'm a moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, and channeler of the divine, and I've been diving into the world of the spiritual and metaphysical for over a decade now to self-heal my own trauma, become more emotionally stable, and cultivate my manifestation magic. I am so excited to now be bringing these same tools and techniques to you on this channel. There are a variety of ways for us to work on our higher selves. We can use practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work. We can receive energy work, crystal healing, or pull to row and oracle cards. We can call in our angels, ancestors, spirit guides, spirit animals, or more. Or maybe we find more alignment with astrology and the moon. I'm going to hold space for it all here on this channel. As you navigate each episode, I hope you find the guidance and wisdom you need to find your own path of self-healing and magic. May you become confident and courageous enough to continue to follow the path that best serves you. Thank you so much for tuning into this channel and trusting me to be a part of your unique journey. It truly is an honor to do this work and be here. Let's dive into today's episode. All right, let's begin our virtual full moon circle honoring this super moon in Sagittarius. This is also known as the strawberry moon. And I always like to start our moon circles by taking a few deep breaths. So if you would like to join me wherever you are, find yourself in supportive posture. So whether you're seated or standing, can you just get nice and tall throughout your spine? You can close your eyes if it's safe to do so. Take a nice deep breath in and a deep breath out (sighs) maybe an open mouth exhale just however you need to breathe out kind of shake it out ground in get more connected to the earth whether that's through your seat or through your feet or whatever you are connected to let's take another deep breath in through the nose out through the mouth (sighs) maybe some sound if you need it again just kind of shake it out let loose and i'm going to take one more breath this time bringing my arms overhead feel free to join me if it's safe to do so inhale And exhale, just kind of grounding in to the present and into our moon circle. And welcome to our moon circle. If this is your first time tuning in to me, my name is Vina Lene Rachel. I am a moon priestess, an intuitive, a channeler of the divine. I do host these moon circles for free every full moon and new moon. And this is something I've been doing for 
almost five years now. It's crazy to think that. And it hasn't been consistent, of course, because I did get pregnant during those five years and have a little one and I took some time off. And then, of course, I think we all took a little bit of time off with COVID. So there's definitely been some hit or miss. But for the most part, for the past couple of years, I've been hosting these full moon and new moon circles for now here on Facebook. And I share the recordings out to uh, my website and my YouTube channel. And then also now uh, for the past probably, well, since October, um, I've been sharing the audio recordings on my podcast as well. But I'm hoping to be able to share these out farther soon. Um, Hopefully by the next new moon in Cancer, we will be streaming to Instagram and Facebook at the same time, fingers crossed. And by the way, if you are uh, tuning into the live stream right now and you're like, what is this background? It's not my typical background, right? Or even if you're watching the replay, um, we are actually remodeling uh, this room that is my office now, but is soon to be my son's room. And then his room is going to be my office. And so things are a little crazy and there's um, a hole that we had to patch up here that used to be a window. So that's why it's looking all crazy, but I wanted to be in my home office tonight for this moon circle and I just invite you in. So tonight we're going to be talking about this full moon, which is actually a super moon. We'll talk a little bit about what that means tonight. We're also going to talk about this being the strawberry moon and the full moon in Sagittarius, why it's in Sagittarius, what that means. We'll talk about the Vedic astrology of this moon. We'll also do a tarot reading for this moon. So if you are here tuning in live, welcome. Hi, Amy. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Christine. Hi, everyone else that's tuning in right now live. And of course, welcome to everyone on the replay. So let's talk a little bit about full moons, just in case anybody on here has never heard about the moon before. Let's talk about it. So we have a moon, right? It's related to our planet Earth and it cycles every 29 and a half ish days. Now, each time it cycles through every 29 and a half ish days, it goes through a variety of lunar phases. And we see this happen starting with the new moon on the first day of a lunar cycle. And then we see the moon start to wax or gain light going into a crescent phase and then into a half phase and then into, uh, you know, kind of a, a, a bulging half phase. And then finally we see the full moon. And then of course we see the moon wane and lose light working its way back around cycles until it gets back to the new moon again. So we're in that full moon energy right now. And what this means, if you were looking up at the sky right now, if I, my earthly human self, was the planet Earth and the sun was over here on one side, the moon would be on the opposite side. So the moon is actually reflecting the light of the sun right now back onto the Earth. That's why the moon looks so bright. That's why the nighttime is brighter than normal. And it's also why you might be a little bit more energized at night than normal because the full moon does affect our gravitational force field here on earth. We're actually pulled away from the earth during a full moon. We're pulled up towards the moon. So you might feel um, a little lighter or a little bit more energized right now. Um, You also might feel uh, anxious or a little bit imbalanced right now. This tends to be a time because of us not being as grounded as normal, gravity not being as strong as normal um, on the earth side. This is a time when we're prone to injury. So if you ask anybody in the medical world, especially people that work in the emergency rooms, there is um, 
it's kind of known that during a full moon, people tend to get injured and the emergency rooms are busier. This is also a time when babies are born um, more often than other times in the lunar cycle. They're born on the full moons more than any other time. So it's an interesting energy. It's a good thing to tune into. It's one of the most familiar phases of the moon. It's usually associated with woo-woo, witchy weird things like werewolves howling at the moon. But we can also think about, you know, the ocean's tides being affected by the moon. Or in fact, there's even a particular full moon every year where all of the corals in the oceans spawn. And it's always on that one particular full moon. And there's a lot of alignment in nature that lines up with full moons and so you know that's what's going on right now that's why the moon is super bright outside it's why we can see the moon at night and it's why things are more active so even the animals are out um, more actively during this time of the lunar cycle because they can see and so you know it's a time when you might see um, like here in the midwest we might see more deer outside or uh, bunnies or frogs or you know whatever i might hear more crickets chirping things like that now, I did mention that this is a super moon, and all that means is that the moon is actually in a closer proximity to Earth than normal. So this means that the moon is at its closest that it could be to the Earth, and that's why it looks bigger right now. So if you look out at the moon tonight or in the next couple of days, or you might have already noticed it in the past couple of days, um, definitely looks brighter and fuller and closer and bigger than normal. Now, that also means that energetically, we are affected more than normal. So yes, your balance may be even more off than normal. You might just not have great proprioception, like being aware of everything around you and your body in space. So you might run into things or trip over things or just not notice things. You know, be really aware when you're driving. Um, you know, be really cautious when you're driving. Take in your surroundings. Or if you're walking near traffic and things like that. You know, just really pay attention to detail. It's kind of important to do during a full moon, but especially a super moon. And then be aware of your decision making as well because, you know, we kind of um, get pulled up into to our irrational mind during a full moon um, in the yoga world or in the Ayurvedic world we talk about um, prana being heightened during a, a full moon phase so prana is our life force energy and it's kind of at the top of our breath so if you think about you know inhaling over and over and over again kind of that eventually you're going to get a little dizzy or a little bit off or you might even pass out. And that's an example of that heightened prana. So we're pulled up into our head, less out of our heart. We're less grounded. So we might not be thinking uh, properly or we might not be um, really making the right decisions. So just make sure that you're just really paying attention uh, to what you are doing right now. So I mentioned that the moons tend to align with nature. I mentioned the coral spawning or we kind of associate, you know, wolves howling at the moon during a full moon. But this is also known as the strawberry moon. So this particular full moon is known as the strawberry moon because in North America, indigenously, this is a time when the strawberries were harvested. Um, so there's different names for the moon depending on where you are in the world, but in uh, North America, amongst most indigenous tribes, this is known as the strawberry moon. So great time to enjoy some strawberries. There might be a strawberry festival near you. I know there was one near me uh, here last weekend, but yeah, a good time to grab some of those strawberries at the farmer's market or, um, you know, make up some strawberry jam or some uh, 
you know, some strawberry goodies or just enjoy strawberries. And they really represent, you know, strawberries are kind of one of those first fruits of the summer harvest. Summer is next week on June 21st, and a lot of people are already harvesting their strawberries now. It's one of the first fruits of the season, and it really represents that fruit of life and what we can seize in this next season and what this life has to offer us. So as you enjoy this luscious, juicy, um, sweet strawberry fruit, also be reminded of the sweetness of life and and the juiciness that this life has to offer us and especially in the summer months when the sun is shining down so strongly. So before I move any further and talk more about our zodiac influences or really just anything else, I really want to open up our circle, bringing in the five elements. And this is something I do every time. And it's okay if you don't have these elements, you are receiving the energy of these elements here now just by tuning into this transmission. Doesn't matter if you're tuning in live or to the replay, you are tuning in through the ether. The ether withstands space and time. So you are receiving the energy of these elements that I'm bringing into our circle tonight. I always start with the element of earth, so I have a couple of crystals for us to work with tonight. The first one is tree moss agate, so I'm going to bring that up pretty close to you, and you can see it almost looks like there's moss running through it. And tree moss agate is a great one for Sagittarius energy, which is what sign this moon is in. And Sagittarius is the cosmic wonderluster, and they love to be amongst the trees. And shout out if there's any Sagittariuses or Sagittarius sun, moon, or rising on the transmission. But um, certainly people with Sagittarius in their chart really love forest bathing and tree medicine and maybe the smell of tree oils like cedarwood and um, pine and Douglas fir, white fir, you know, things like that. But you can also connect to that tree energy through this moss tree agate. So this is a great crystal to have around you tonight. Or you can just take in the energy here of the one that I've brought into our circle. I've also brought in the gemstone of citrine. So a pretty common stone. So it's got this yellow hue to it. Citrine relates to our solar plexus. It also relates to sun energy light frequency codes. I'm also wearing citrine on uh, this mala tonight. So you can see um, there's some amber there, there's some golden healer quartz, um, a couple of different things, but there's also the citrine there, all of the yellow. So citrine is really um, great for enhancing feelings of joy, positivity, confidence, anything related to Sagittarius energy, good fortune, luck, abundance. Uh, Christine says she is a Sagittarius sun. So yeah, uh, Christine, you're probably um, really vibing with this full moon right now, especially because it's a super moon. So we're going to be enhancing that Sagittarius energy. Now, I've also brought in the earth element of um, a couple of different smudging materials, actually. The first one is just this um, smudge that uh, this white sage smudge bundle this kind of turned into just kind of a I don't even know if it's a bundle anymore it's fallen apart energy of the full moon going by um, and I just realized they don't have fire so let me grab my element of fire <laughs> by the way I have the window open in my office just because 
um, we're going to be smudging right now and we want to always make sure that we have a window open when we're smudging so that the smoke can leave the room. You know, when we smudge, we are um, clearing away toxic energy from the air, um, any sort of, you know, microbes that are unhealthy for us. We're kind of getting rid of all of that. So I want to make sure the window's open. Excuse me, so the window is just going to be open for a moment, so we might hear some noise outside. But I'm going to go ahead and combine the element of fire with this white sage. And I always say, by the way, that, like, of course, I've been using this bundle forever, even though it's falling apart. I've still been using it in a lot of our moon circles. I use this particular bundle when I go smudge spaces and I do um, Reiki in spaces. I'll bring this to cleanse the space. Um, it doesn't, definitely doesn't go to waste, is what I'm getting at, because it wants. It's really important that when you're using these smudging materials like white sage that you are not um, sourcing them unethically and they're not coming from you know places that aren't sustainable. Palo Santo was another one to think about. So there's actually not a lot of smoke coming off of this tonight, which means that everyone here is feeling pretty good and cleansed pretty good. Um, but I am going to take this around the tech that I'm using to talk to you and transmit to you. I'm also going to take this around me smells so nice maybe around my head for all that extra prana and so the smudge the smudging smoke that's coming out right now this is the element of air or wind and again this is just helping to purify our spaces and help us to be more cleansed for our circle tonight now I've brought in a double whammy because I also wanted to bring in this um, waterfall smudging um, cone and this is actually a rose incense and this moon is known as the strawberry moon but it's also known as the rose moon um, sometimes it lines up with eclipse season and ends up getting a rosy hue on it it's not going to be the case tonight but it is related to the energy of rose. So you could also have maybe rose quartz on you tonight, which is funny. I had a rose quartz mala on me uh, right before the transmission and then I switched out with the citrine. But yeah, you could use rose quartz as well. So I'm gonna light this cone. And for those of you, I'm, I'm actually, this is why I'm angled the way I am because I want you, if you're on the video, mind that box in the background, but I want you to see what this looks like as it starts to trail down and move through the waterfall. So it's gonna take a minute. I'm gonna let that smoke actually go for a moment. Okay. And then it should start to pull downward. We'll see what happens. I haven't used this type of cone before, so no promises, but we'll see. Just for fun. Just for something different. I've got to get the hole right over the hole. There we go. Okay, so we'll see what happens as that continues to go. And we will talk about the element of fire while we're waiting. And the element of fire, you know, signifies transformation. And it's really strong right now with this super moon. So I'm bringing in some extra fire tonight to our circle just to really help us burn away what no longer serves. You know, this is symbolic. It's energetic. 
but we're halfway through the year. We're already here. It's June. We're moving into summer and it's a time to start thinking about, you know, what we need to release and what we still want to hold on to. My breath might be affecting the smoke there. I don't know if it's going to pull down or not. Oh, I think it is trying. Slowly but surely it'll go. Patience. <laughs> All right, moving on to the element of water. So I always have some water with me to drink, of course, and I suggest you do the same. By the way, this is the uh, first full moon we've had in a while that is an eclipse. So if you want to charge some moon water tonight, it might be a good idea to do so. But I always have water. <clears throat> as I clear my throat, I'll get a drink in just a moment. But I also have a few oils that I would suggest working with tonight. And I actually have several essential oils. And um, for those of you that don't know, I have been utilizing aromatherapy about as long as I've been on my spiritual path. And I really find um, the oils to be their own unique magic and their own unique offering to our um moon circle and so i have a couple the first one that i have is lime lime oil so lime is um the oil of the zest of life and sagittarius energy is all about living like the sweet life and la dolce vita and lime can really uplift your spirits and help you to find the positive aspects in life so if you're feeling a little low right now give yourself permission um, maybe to get some lime in your life even if you don't have lime oil you can just go get limes and simply um, smell the lime because the oil comes from the rind you could um, make a limeade and put the limes in there um, but lime is a good one to have to uplift your spirits and help you seize what life has to offer speaking of it's starting to finally waterfall down the incense burner waterfall incense burner that's what i was trying to say earlier couldn't find my words another oil i would suggest working with during this moon is green mandarin and really any of the citruses, but green mandarin in particular signifies good fortune and luck. And we're in a moon that's trying to Jupiter, and this is a very um, lucky moon. So this is a good one to um, bring in oils that help us with that fortune and abundance. So green mandarin, you could smell this, you could uh you could mix it with other oils and maybe put it on your feet. You don't want to put citrus oils on your skin and get out in the sun for 12 hours because they're photosensitive. Um, green mandarin is not supposed to be photosensitive, but if you're using other citrus oils, you'll want to be careful about that. I would also suggest maybe using cinnamon oil. Now, cinnamon oil quickens things, and the Sagittarius moon is in a fire sign, so you can use cinnamon oil, again, diffusing. I probably wouldn't use this one topically. You could also just smell it from the bottle, but this can help to speed up things. So if you need a little motivation to start working on your goals, or if you want to speed up the manifestation process itself, if you want to speed up your healing process, Keep some cinnamon oil around you to help quicken things. And then finally, I have Madagascar vanilla. And of course, you could use other vanilla extracts or vanilla absolutes. Um, this is Madagascar vanilla oil. Vanilla, again, helps to uplift our mood and our spirits. It helps us to, again, find positivity and to really have 
faith that all is working out for our greater good. So all of these oils I would suggest diffusing in your spaces right now, um, or maybe some of these with actually, actually all of them, you could be putting in like a water or a tea or my, maybe finding a way to bake with them, um, but different ways to use these oils to help align with this moon. So can you see how the it's waterfalling now, the incense burner? I just love these. They are so cool. And this rose incense is really nice and light. I had a Palo Santo incense cone and it was like, it was intense. So this one's a little different. Okay, I'm gonna grab a drink really quick of this water. We're just gonna let our um, waterfall incense burner continue to go. And I've already talked about the fifth element, by the way, it's the ether, it's this, Place where we're transmitting that withstands space and time and this is why I love connecting through the internet and through the space because of that energy you know every time somebody tunes into this transmission it enhances the energy that's already here even if you're tuning into the replay you can probably feel the energy that's here right now so you know take all of this in all five of these elements and as we continue to soak in the energy I'm going to do a short prayer inviting in the guides and guardians of the five directions typically I do this with a crystal tonight I'm bringing in my eagle feather um, feathers also represent the element of wind or air, by the way. So if you can't smudge or if you don't want to bring smoke into your spaces, you could also just bring in feathers to invite in that element of air or wind. So I'm going to take this feather up, um, by the way, with a deer antler. So I'm going to take this up and around in a clockwise direction, inviting in the guides and guardians. I'm going to take a deep breath in and out and begin this prayer now. I first invite in the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air, breaths of fresh air giving us new beginnings as we complete the rest of the year, air to signify purification and heightened prana with this full supermoon. We thank the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire, burning so strongly with this fiery Sagittarius moon, opposite airy Gemini sun. And we know when we combine the air and the fire, we get more fire. So we embrace this fire to help us burn away what no longer serves and to help us transform. And we thank the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water. From the Eastern side of the world, the Vedic perspective of this moon, we are in a watery gandanta or karmic knot. We're down in the swampiest of the waters of Scorpio at the 29th degree. And so we invite in the waters for purification to help us to learn to float and go with the flow and to help us to also be patient withstanding the test of time. We thank the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the North with their element of earth, 
all of the magical earth elements like the crystals, the gemstones, the smudging materials, the fire that's created with just the right alchemy of this planet. Everything that this earth has to offer, the earthly human beings and the experiences we have with our energetic exchanges. We thank the earth for grounding us. We call on our ancestors of the earth to guide us. And we thank the guides and guardians of the north with their element of earth for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the fifth element, the spirit realm, the akash, the ether, the space beyond our planet, beyond this dimension, beyond this space and time. We call on angels, protectors, archangels, beings of light. We call on cosmic races and source consciousness and healing energy itself, all to guide us in our circle tonight. We thank you for being here. Mm, that rose smells so good. With that, our circle is open. And we will continue to talk about the moon. So let's talk about the full moon being in Sagittarius. Well, how do we know that it's in Sagittarius? Well, first off, the moon is opposite the sun. And when we take in the zodiac of the sun right now, we are in the sun season of Gemini. So if we were looking at a zodiac wheel and we were looking at Gemini, well, if the moon's opposite Gemini, then we're going to go opposite the zodiac wheel from Gemini, and that is Sagittarius. So the full moon is in Sagittarius energy. Sagittarius is a fire sign, meaning that it carries that energy of transformation. So typically, any full moon, we have extra fire. We have that solar energy reflecting back on us or those solar light codes reflecting back. And so we use the energy of the fire of the sun to symbolically burn away what no longer serves. We also do that now with this midsummer moon in Sagittarius. So, you know, this is the moon, the full moon right before summer solstice. Summer solstice is next Tuesday on June 21st, so one week from now. And we're kind of getting a preview of that light, of that heat, of that warmth of the sun now with this super moon because the moon is lit up more than normal. We have more fire than normal. We have more energy than normal to make change. And this is also just a check-in point. You know, the full moon is halfway through the lunar cycle, but this is the full moon that's halfway through our year of 2022. So this is the full moon to check in, to slow down, to find sacred pause, to take a moment to really ask yourself how you're feeling. How is your life going? Do you want to continue to head in the same direction? Do you want to be working on the same things, the same projects? Do you want to have the same energetic changes and have the same people in your life? Do you want to have the same career path? You know, all of this now is coming to a crossroads and you get to decide if you stay on the same path or if you go somewhere else. So the choice is of course up to you. There is no right or wrong choice, but there definitely is an energy of like making change if you desire to do so right now with this moon. 
Now, Sagittarius is also known as the cosmic traveler or the cosmic wonderluster or the cosmic explorer. And there is this need to kind of go on a journey right now. Now, maybe that means you want to physically take a trip. Is there a trip that you've been wanting to go on? Well, you need to start planning it now. Now, what if you don't have the finances, the time, the babysitting, the means, whatever it is to go on the trip, that's okay. You're still going to start planning it now. You're going to treat it kind of like a dream vision or a dream vacation. If you have a vision board or a dream journal, you'll want to put this trip or this journey in there, this place that you want to go. Maybe even write out why you want to go there. You know, really get yourself inspired and excited about it. You know, it's funny as I say this out loud now, I've been thinking to myself because I love travel. I love global travel. As we know, travel has been really complicated lately. And I was thinking with the Sagittarius moon, like, what is a trip that I really want to plan? And honestly, the trip that I want to plan is to go to Egypt. And I know the very particular pilgrimage that I want to go on. I know the cost of it. it it's about $10,000. I've put it on my vision board. If I can afford five grand to go to India, then I can afford 10 grand to go to Egypt. And so it's funny because even today, um, you know, I got this new way to monetize my social media. I also have the stars down below that people can send me stars now, which is awesome. So by the way, thank you in advance for anybody that sends stars. Um, but we also, um, just in the past couple of days, we had travel restrictions lifted um, from the U.S. So any international travel coming back into the U.S., you don't have to submit a COVID test anymore, which is huge. So one of the reasons that I haven't been planning any international travel is just because of the complications of it. Just honestly didn't want to go through it. I deal with travel anxiety anyway, so I didn't want to make it any worse on myself. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to be home. I'm going to lay low. I'm going to focus on my business and my family. That's exactly what I've done. And now I have this opportunity to plan this journey that I've been wanting to go on for some time. And I still might not get there um, in the next couple of years, but I'm going to start saving and I'm going to start planning and I'm going to start planning to um, create more funds to save for that trip. So this is a great time to actually plan a trip or start, you know, dream, dream vacationing or, you know, saving the funds or whatever it is. Now, this is also a time to go on journeys in your mind. So a really good time to meditate, to really slow down, to maybe do a yoga nidra practice or some sort of um, guided meditative practice and whatever theme or direction that you choose. There's a lot of different things that it's funny in the past week or so that people have been coming to me for. I've been doing past life regression meditations with people. I've been doing um, tarot card uh, readings with meditations on guidance after we get the answers. You know, I've been doing um, yoga nidra practices and meditative guidance there, deep relaxation practices with people, uh, vagus nerve stimulation practices. So, you know, meditation in general, whatever you need, it is good to do right now just to help you go on a journey, whether that's a journey of relaxation or a journey in your mind. Now, you may not also need to go on like an ancestral journey. You might need to do some um, healing through your lineage right now or through your bloodline or maybe through your own past lives. Um, whatever's coming up right now, go on the journey if you feel called because Sagittarius energy is really positive and really encouraging 
for you to go there, really supportive for you to go there. And also Sagittarius is kind of like the cheerleader of the Zodiac. They're very positive in the way of like, go for it, do, do it, go after your dreams, go on the trip, buy the shoes, you can do it, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe it's a journey through a new business venture or a new career path. Absolutely do it right now. Set the intention with this full moon in Sagittarius because the universe is supporting you to definitely go there. Now, Sagittarius is also known sometimes as the cosmic hunter or huntress or archer. And this is a good time to be taking aim at whatever your goals are. I mentioned that we're halfway through the year, which is kind of surreal to think about. It's almost like holy buckets. Here we are halfway through the year. And it kind of gives us a little bit of a like, panic attack, right? Thinking that we only have six months left. And of course, we're always thinking that way futuristically like that with a little bit of anxiety. But, you know, this moon is asking us to maybe check in and see if we have been directing our energy towards our goals. You know, have we been drawing back the bow and arrow and really aiming our spiritual arrow or our energetic arrow towards the things that we want to manifest in our life? You know, now is the time to really focus back on the seeds of intention that we planted at the beginning of the year, you know, January 1st, 2022, back during Lunar New Year, you know, down uh, Aries season at the beginning of the Zodiac or maybe during the springtime. There's been a lot of opportunities in the past six months to plant seeds of intention and to set goals. But now that planting season is over, we have six months to go and it's time to just Focus our energy on our goals. So, you know, spiritually de-weed your garden and fertilize your garden and water your garden and take care of the intentions that you still want to put your energy toward. And then guess what? The things that you don't want to work towards anymore, you can let go of. And that's okay too. It's always okay to let go. It's always okay to shift our energy. It's always okay to begin completely again if you want to. Maybe you started gardening back in the spring and then you decided gardening is just not for you. So maybe you scrap the gardens and you go to the store and you buy a bunch of air plants instead and you start tending to your air plants inside your home instead and you have a lot of success with those. You know, this is a hypothetical example, but I'm just, you know, metaphor, right? Whatever you're working on, if it's not working, that's okay. Shift your energy, shift direction and start working on new things now. So we also have to take into account some of the other things going on with this moon. This moon is trying to Jupiter and all that means that if you were looking at the zodiac wheel, the moon would kind of be in a triangular aspect to Jupiter. And Jupiter actually rules Sagittarius energy. It's actually a really positive aspect for us. Anytime that we have Jupiter trining us or trining the moon right now with this energy affecting us, we are going to get an enhancement or an expansion of wherever our focus is. You know, Jupiter is the largest planet in our galaxy. So if we have Jupiter enhancing the energy of this moon, then anything we focus on is going to grow as well. So this is a great moon to focus on whatever brings you joy. Jupiter is the planet of joy, fortune, good luck, expansion, and growth just to name a few. So focus on the things in your life that bring you joy and set intentions to grow those things more. This life is not meant to bring suffering and dis 
ease. This life is meant to give us joy and happiness and abundance, but it's all about the perspective of it, right? So, you know, I mentioned, you know, talking about travels. Four and a half years ago, I went to India, and India is an interesting place. For those that haven't been to India, it's a very interesting place because there is such poverty all around you. And from the outside looking in, especially coming from a place of privilege as like a white American, um, it can feel sad or you can feel sorry for the people and the animals there in that country. However, one of the things that you witness is that there is just bliss everywhere you go. The poorest of people are in such bliss, you know, singing and chanting Hare Krishna over and over because they're so in the bliss of God and in the love of God that they don't need material things. They can live in a hut or live in nothing at all and be completely satisfied. And that's Tantra. And that's what I was learning when I was over there was Tantra, learning how to find the positive and the bliss even amongst the suffering. And I can tell you, it's not an easy thing for us to do, right? But that is the energy of the moon right now when we're training Jupiter. So Jupiter is saying, hey, no matter where your life is, make the most of it. Put a positive spin on it. What can you be grateful for? How can you grow that gratitude? Because the more you're thankful, the more you'll have things to be thankful for and the more abundance you'll have. You know, where do you feel happy? Even if that's not bringing you money right now, what makes you happy? Where do you go that it makes you happy? Direct your energy there because the more you direct your energy toward the things that make you happy, the happier you will be and the more the universe will give you things to make you happy or to do those things that make you happy, which means that you must have time to do the things that were making you happy, right? Which means that you must be making more money because you've got more time freedom right now, right? It's all connected. And that's exactly how I got into the life of doing what I do, right? Like I do these moon circles for free. I never expect to charge for them. I will probably never charge for them. I don't have any intentions to. I just absolutely love doing these. Now, was there a time where I was squeezing in these moon circles amongst clients and classes and the hustle of just trying to keep my business alive and get my bills paid and everything else? Absolutely. But now I have time freedom to just do these circles and not worry about anything else. I had one private client today and I've had him for like four or five years now, but I didn't have to work at all today otherwise. And I just enjoyed time with my kid and my family and kind of like tuned into the moon and now here I am doing this moon circle. But there was once a time when it wasn't so easy to do these things for free. There are other things that, of course, I mentioned I get paid for. You know, I actually love, I love creating reels on social media. My Leo rising side just enjoys that, like, entertainment and that, like, fun side of things. And for the longest, I did those, like, just for fun. And then all of a sudden, I started getting paid for them and my social media got monetized. And now, like, I get paid to do something for fun that I would have done anyway, even if I didn't get paid for it. So that's kind of what happens when we're in these Jupiter trying energies, especially when the Jupiter is trying um, a super moon in Sagittarius. So direct your energy towards joy, towards the things that bring you happiness, because that's where you want your energy to flow. Speaking of flow, check out the incense burner now and all the water falling. 
even with my breath going crazy, influencing the smoke. She's going. <clears throat> and despite all this smoke, by the way, it smells so subtle and so good. And I wasn't sure about that. By the way, if you're local, I got these at the, I got the, um, the incense burner my husband got for me, but he got it natural inspirations on Jefferson. And then the rose incense cone I got at the broom closet. So if you want these things too, that's where you will find them. Okay, I'm gonna grab a drink. Feel free to put anything in the comments if you need to right now. We're gonna do a little bit of a meditative practice here um, soon, but I wanna talk about the Vedic astrology of this moon because that's really important too. Okay, so by the way, I talked about the stones earlier, right? The citrine working with your solar plexus or with those energies of like joy, fortune, abundance, etc. So you might really want to work with citrine energy if you're feeling lack right now or if you're feeling negative right now. And you could actually put that right near your belly. You could hold it on your belly or maybe like lie on your belly with it underneath or lie on your back with the citrine on your belly. But a good time to be bringing citrine into your life if you need to raise your frequency up to <clears throat> those feelings of confidence that you are abundant and that you do have a life worth being grateful for. Okay, so we're going to switch sides over to the eastern side of the world. I've been talking about the moon from the um, astrology of western zodiac or tropical zodiac. So now we're going to go over to sidereal or um Eastern. And I'm no expert in Vedic astrology. I always say this, but when I went to India, um, I did become fascinated with it because it is so similar to Western astrology. And that's something that I've been studying practically my whole life. So I like to bring in the wisdom of Vedic astrology to our moon circles because I do think that they have um, unique messages to offer, but I also think it also it kind of interweaves with the message of whatever's going on from the Western perspective. So typically when you look at the Vedic astrology, you're going to be one sign behind how we view things on the Western side of the world. So in Vedic astrology, this moon is actually located in the heart of um, Scorpio, and it's just at the 29th degree of Scorpio. So it's at the very last degree of Scorpio in between Scorpio and Sagittarius. So it's almost in Sagittarius energy, just like the Western side, but not quite. And when we find the moon at the heart of Scorpio, at that Scorpio constellation, um, we actually find it next to this bright red star known as Antares. And Antares is Sanskrit for not Mars. So it's a big, bright, super giant star. It's 700 times larger than the sun. Yes, I just said that. It is a star that is 700 times larger than the sun. It appears bright red. That's why it gets confused with Mars sometimes. But it is one of the um, stars known as the eldest star. And this particular moon in Vedic astrology is in Jayasta Nakshatra. And Jayasta Nakshatra translates to eldest star. So kind of sitting next to that old star, rival of Mars energy. Mars in mythology kind of gets jealous of this star. So, you know, this is the opposite of masculinity. This is feminine energy. And there is a goddess known as Jayasta Devi 
who resides in Jayasta Nakshatra, and she is one of the oldest of the goddesses and one of the most wise and one of the kind of like an elder woman of the stars. And so she's revered for her deep wisdom and, and fertile energy and what she has to offer us. And so we can bring that into, you know, our lunar portal now and we can be inspired to do the same we can be inspired to find the deep wisdom within ourselves or maybe to go on a journey and find deep wisdom within our ancestry within our lineage might be a good time to also heal some like ancestral karma or things in the bloodline behaviors patterns you know, reactions that things that you don't want to repeat in your lifetime or pass forward in your bloodline. I mentioned that this moon is at the very last degree of Scorpio. <clears throat> Smoke starting to get to my throat a little bit here, so I'm just going to move this off. Um, the When we have the moon in this placement at um, the very edge of a water sign in between a water and fire sign, we call this a gondanta. And gondanta in Sanskrit means not or karmic not. And so you might be feeling some karmic knots with this moon tonight. You might be feeling um, in the past weeks or in the days to come, you might be feeling um, some stuff rise up in you that like you don't want to repeat, you know, maybe things that you've witnessed that are toxic from your bloodline or from your family that you're starting to um, display as well and you just don't want that in your life right now. You know, now is the time to make the shift. We have the opportunity to really detach from the emotion and detach from the pattern and move forward. But we have to make the change. We have to draw in the courage to crawl out of the murky waters of the swamp and move forward into the fires of transformation. I've got to get a drink, guys. My throat is like... Maybe give a little cough here. Hang on. <coughs> Goodness gracious. Incense is almost burned out. I'm going to go ahead and move it off to the side here. Closer to the window. <laughs> My whole room is going to smell like rose, which will be nice. I'm just going to kind of get that out of there. Okay. So, you know... This is a good time to be shifting our karma. This is a good time to be shifting our energy. We, as I mentioned, are no longer planting seeds. We're actually, you know, tending to our intentions and tending to our actions and our behaviors and our energy and making sure that we're aligned and making sure that we're aligned for our highest good, our next evolution, our greater good. And Usually that means letting go of some of the behaviors of our bloodline or behaviors of our past. So, you know, really powerful moon to be doing work on yourself, work on your bloodline, and a really powerful moon to be making changes for the good. You know, this is a time when you might have things coming up again. We just got out of a Mercury retrograde, but Pluto is in retrograde, just went retrograde uh, recently and will be there until October. And, you know, Pluto is the planet of the underworld. It's the planet of power and control. So we're still going to see things rise up between now and the next five months or so. We're going to see people of the past, experiences of the past, 
challenges of the past that we thought we conquered and now like the same scenario is coming up again. You know, all of these are those karmic crossroads where again, we have free will to choose. There's no right or wrong, but we can choose to do the same thing, to respond in the same way, react in the same way, answer in the same way, show up to the call in the same way. And we're gonna learn the same lesson bit of a motorcycle outside and then we're also you know going to have that choice to do something differently to change our pattern and change our behavior and shift our energy and if we do that then we're going to end up somewhere else and on a new path and we're still going to learn lessons and there's still going to be challenges but they're going to be new and different so you know the choice is up to us but it's also up to us to decide if we want to do the work at all or not and it's okay if you don't want to do the work by the way you know the work on these things can be really intense when we go into our shadows and you know we confront these um, darker parts of ourselves. it can be really intense so if you don't want to have that kind of negativity in your life right now and you want to be more positive certainly okay to do so okay so we are coming up on our hour together there's a couple of things that i want us to do i want us to do a quick little mantra meditation together to bring in the positivity of this moon under Sagittarius influence. I want to go over the tarot that I pulled for this moon and then we'll do our closing prayer to release the guides and guardians of the five directions. So let's start with mantra meditation. What is mantra? Mantra is a sound that you repeat over and over. It can be words, it can be phrases, it can be sounds, but they all have energetic intention. I'm gonna make it really easy on you tonight with this circle. This is an English mantra. And it's one that's a little bit different from the Metta Bhavana, the loving kindness meditation, but still a twist on giving out loving kindness energy. So we are going to start by always giving ourselves this loving kindness. Now, Sagittarius energy, I also call this sometimes the Santa Claus of the Zodiac. First off, because Sagittarius season happens during the holiday season towards the end of the year, but also because Sagittarius is notorious. Christine, let me know if I'm right. Sagittarius energy is notorious for giving giving, 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 giving support, giving affection, giving encouragement, and giving physical gifts, but not so much to themselves. So they'll have like no problem dropping like $500 on a gift for somebody that they love and care about. But when it comes to buying like the $50 pair of shoes for themselves, they will probably not do it or they'll really hesitate or they're all about encouraging others, you know, telling them to go for that goal or that job or, or intention or whatever it is and encouraging, encouraging. But when it comes to them, they have self-doubts or they have lack of faith or they're not so sure. So it's just an interesting dynamic. So I bring that up because we want to give ourselves the love, the kindness, the encouragement, all of those good things first. So take a deep breath wherever you are. Sit nice and tall. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. And you're just going to say out loud if you can. If not, you can whisper it out loud or say it to yourself internally. Say, may I be happy. 
and may I be healthy. And may I continue to grow and change. May I feel safe. May I feel loved. Take a deep breath in. Deep breath out. And now we're just going to say this to all of the people that we love and we care about. Maybe they're people that we don't know, but we still care about. Just anybody that we want to bring into our circle tonight to share a little love. Again, we're going to say this out loud or whisper or to ourselves with intention. May you all be happy. And may you all be healthy. And may you all continue to grow and change for the better, right? May you feel safe. May you feel loved. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. And then finally, we're just going to encompass the entire world for Sagittarius energy is humanitarian, loves to be inclusive, loves to support and love all, see the magic and the good in all, see the positive aspects in all of it. So we're going to take in the entire world, all of the people in it, all of the living things, the entire planet, our entire universe, all of the energy that we're connected to, and we're going to say it to all of us at once. May we all be happy. May we all be healthy. May we all continue to grow and change. May we all feel safe. May we all feel loved. Deep breath in and out. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. And that is a very simple prayer that you can do anytime you need to invoke more positivity into your life. Because don't you just feel better after saying that? Even if you said it to yourself inside, it still felt good, right? To just kind of wish all that to us to ourselves, to the world, to the people we love, to everybody, because think about how much better the world would be. And here's that Sagittarius positive spin, right? But how great would the world be if we all had those things going on in our life? If we were all happy, if we were all healthy and didn't have dis-ease, right? Discomforts, pain, suffering, if we didn't have that, if we all were just always growing and exchanging energy and gaining wisdom and expanding like the universe, if we all felt safe, can you imagine if we all felt safe, what the world would be like? If we all felt loved, because that's what we deep down all desire, right? To feel loved. So wish it on yourself, wish it to others, wish it on the world, wish it to all. And when we wish it to all as the collective, it gets easier to wish it to the people that our ego doesn't want to wish it to, right? <laughs> the people we have conflict with. The actual Metabhavana loving kindness meditation can be kind of intense. So if that one's too much for you, you can do this one instead. Just wishing wellness, 
wishing happiness to all, to the world, to ourselves. So I'm going to do the tarot reading now. I already have the cards pulled. I just want to share them with you. And if you have anything you want to mention in the comments, feel free to, by the way, or any questions, anything else coming up. I always do a tarot reading for our moon circles just to give you a little bit of wisdom, a little bit of alternative perspective from the cards. The cards provide unique wisdom, and sometimes the messages can really touch personally, so I always like to bring these in. I'm going to start by, again, just taking a deep breath, saying a short prayer. Just taking a moment to thank the cards for what they have to offer us tonight, for their wisdom, for their messages. Thank you for being in our circle. And I always pull a past, present, and future card. So for our past card tonight, or for this full moon, in Sagittarius, I actually pulled the Ace of Swords. And it's interesting because we're in a strawberry moon. Look at the pink and red, strawberry colors. But the Ace of Swords, the number one, right? So new beginnings, cutting ties with the old, severing from the past. This is root chakra as well. So this is cutting ties with our ancestral karma that no longer serves. This is the cutting away of patterns and behavior that we don't want to carry on into our future bloodline. Because you can see that the sword moves just past that red square into the pink. The pink being our heart, our blood, our circulation. Red being the root. Anytime we pull the Ace of Swords, this is an opportunity to begin again. This is also signifying that hard work has paid off. And that our efforts will be rewarded soon, if they haven't already. That we continue to move forward on the path that we continue to direct our energy laser-focused with intention. So the Ace of Swords is a very positive card, reminding us that as we still have six months left in this year of 2022, that we still have a lot of opportunity for change and for growth and for the ability to rewrite our story, right? Because we're still in Gemini season. And will be for another week or so. And Gemini is all about writing and communication and story and relating and reflecting and taking a look in the mirror, looking back at the past, seeing ourselves and others, deflecting, reflecting, right? So it's a good time to think about our story and how we tell our story and if we want to rewrite our story. Now for the present card, oh, by the way, I think it's funny that I pulled the Ace of Swords for the past card because these travel restrictions were just lifted uh, with the U.S. And, you know, we're in a full moon in Sagittarius, which is that cosmic traveler, that cosmic explorer. And now it's getting a little bit easier to travel. And the Ace of Swords uh, coming up in the past, it's just funny because we just had those restrictions um, meeting COVID testing, um, international travelers coming back into the U.S. no longer have to have a COVID test, which is a big deal because this is really going to cut ties on travel restrictions and open up a lot of those boundaries that were previously set around international travel. So I love that we're pulling um, the Ace of Swords during this time with everything happening with this Sagittarius full moon. 
So for the present, I pulled the two of wands. So we have the one and then we have the two. So it, this is telling us to keep going, to think about the next step towards our dreams, towards our goals, towards our intentions, to continue to maybe get help when we need to. Anytime we get the two of wands, it's a signal to um, create a partnership if we need to, or if we've been thinking about forming a partnership and maybe this is a romantic partnership maybe this is like a business partnership um, it is a good time to form those contracts or those bonds maybe it's an actual signing of a contract maybe it's just kind of like a heart bond or heart connection but mercury is direct now and um, the two of wands is saying hey it's okay to form those bonds and kind of share the power now because it's positive it's going to move you up in the right direction we also have to look at all of the yellow and the green on this card. Green again depicts heart energy. So this is telling us to continue to follow our heart. Anything where our heart's not in it right now, we're gonna have to let that go. And if we don't let it go, it's going to stick around for the rest of the year. It's going to weigh us down. It's going to grow weeds in our spiritual garden and prevent us from growing other things that we want to grow. So make sure that you are headed towards wherever your heart's desires are and also headed towards your joy. So this is that full super moon in Sagittarius, strawberry moon, embracing the juiciness and the sweetness of life, the happiness of life, the joy of life, the bliss of life. The two of wands reminds us to direct our energy towards what makes us happy and we will continue to feel happy. We will feel even happier and the happier we are, the more fortunate and abundant we feel. You know, money doesn't buy happiness, right? That's one of those things that they say and they are right. Money doesn't buy happiness. Happiness buys happiness, right? So go towards your joy factor during this full moon. And, um, you know, if your energy is pointing anywhere else that doesn't serve your joy, it's time to redirect, kind of re-aim your arrow true and really make sure you're pointing yourself in the right direction. Finally, for the future card, we have the Wheel of Fortune. I always say it like that. <laughs> so it's interesting that we have this card because next week, a week from today, June 21st, we are in the beginning of summer, summer solstice. It's the midsummer point. It's halfway through the year. This card is found halfway through the tarot deck. So it's interesting, the alignment here. This is also a card ruled by Jupiter. So you can see Jupiter right there and right up there. And we know right now that Jupiter is trying to this moon, bringing very positive aspects, lots of growth, lots of enhancement. And anytime we have Jupiter coming into play, this is saying, hey, you're either going to grow in one direction or the other, but you certainly are going to grow because if you didn't learn the lesson before and you choose the same lesson, you're going to get an even harsher version of the lesson this time around. So, you know, kind of looking at the turn of the wheel, right? The wheel of fortune signifies a turn of events. It can be a turn of fortunate events or a turn of misfortunate events. But the truth is even the misfortunate events are fortunate because as we come back around and gain more wisdom and insight and look back on the experience, we know that we gained more wisdom 
no matter what. So we're pulling this card right now just as a reminder to say, hey, you know, you're at a crossroads or you're going to have a crossroads come up in the next few months, especially with Pluto being retrograde. So choose wisely, choose mindfully, and always make sure that you're choosing toward your greater good and your greater evolution so that you continue to evolve in this life and you don't have to keep incarnating or reincarnating and learning the same lessons over and over again. Hmm. So just to recap, Ace of Swords coming in as our past card, reminding us to get rid of the past, get rid of anything that we don't want to carry over into the rest of our year. We have the Two of Wands coming in with our present card saying, hey, direct your energy towards joy. If you're feeling good, keep going. Move your energy towards your dreams and get help when you need to along the way. Finally, the Wheel of Fortune says anything and everything goes at this point. We're halfway through the year. We're halfway through this lunar cycle. Now is the time to choose where you want to go next and what lesson you're ready to either learn next or learn again. Hmm. Good, good stuff. So we're wrapping up our circle now. I'm going to close shortly with our prayer. If we don't have anything else to talk about, as always, I just want to thank you for being here, for taking this time out of your day or evening to spend about 75 minutes with me to learn about the moon, to learn about your own energy, to take in any messages that you know, this moon circle has to offer you because what I say is just what I say, but you may hear it differently. Or there may be bits and pieces of it that are super relevant to you. So I just offer all of that up to you now. And yeah, thank you for being here and spending time with me. So we will meet again before we do our closing prayer. I'll mention that we'll meet again two weeks from now exactly on Tuesday, June 28th. We'll be meeting for our new moon circle in the um, energy of Cancer. So next Tuesday with summer solstice on June 21st, we will also shift into Cancer season and we'll find ourselves in the Cancer new moon on June 28th. So I look forward to seeing you then. We'll be meeting at the same time, 8 p.m. Central Time, for sure here on the Vina Linnae Facebook page, but possibly on the Instagram page as well. I'll keep you posted, but as always, you can always catch the replays on my YouTube channel, on my website, vinalinnae.com, and you can catch the audio of the replay on my podcast, Follow Your Path. So I don't see anything else in the comments, but I thank you once more for being here. If you have anything you do wanna say, feel free to throw it in. I know sometimes there's a little bit of a lag. I'm gonna go ahead and take a deep breath and do our closing prayer. You can always join me or just listen in. Just taking a moment to thank the guides and guardians of the fifth element in this ether for being in our circle tonight bringing in the energy of the Akash, all of the wisdom that ever was and ever will be, the wisdom that all of our 
light source consciousness has to offer us tonight. We thank the guides and guardians of the fifth element for being in our circle tonight. We also thank the guides and guardians of the north with their element of earth, bringing in deep wisdom from our ancestors, helping us to create new wisdom for generations to come. Thanking the guides of the north for all of the earth elements that we brought into our circle tonight. And also thanking the guides and guardians of the north themselves for being in our circle tonight. We thank the guides and guardians of the west for being in our circle with their element of water tonight. That watery 29th degree of Scorpio where the moon resides in the swampy waters. We remind ourselves now to rise and float up, to let go of what holds us down, to let go of what is toxic so that our energy can truly flow and we can truly meet ourselves where we want to go and be. We thank the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water for being in our circle tonight. We also thank the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire for being here in our circle under this fiery Sagittarius moon, a super moon enhancing the fires of the sun as well. We know all of this fire is here now to help us burn away what we no longer want to carry over, what we don't want to bring into the rest of the year. We also know this fire helps us to transform and evolve and not be as we were before. So we thank the guides and guardians of the South with our element of fire for being in our circle tonight. And finally, we thank the guides and guardians of the East with our element of air, bringing in fresh breaths and new beginnings. As we find ourselves at a midpoint through the year, we know that we can begin again anytime we want to. It doesn't have to be a new moon or the new year or a new month or a new week. We can begin again right now. All we have to do is take a deep breath in, and breathe away the past and keep breathing as we move forward. And so we thank the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air for being in our full moon circle tonight. With that, I take the feather clockwise direction first, and now we move it to counterclockwise, releasing those guides and guardians. Thank you as I stumbled over my words there towards the end. I appreciate you being here. And that's all I have to offer you tonight. But I am sending you so many blessings with the Sagittarius full moon. May you be sparked with joy. May you aim your arrow of focus and energy towards happiness. And may you always remember that as much as you want to love others, and share with others, and support others, and be kind to others, that you also need to do it to yourself. Gift yourself as well, and gift yourself with the sweetness that this life has to offer by taking that positive aspect as much as you can. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, everyone else that's here tonight. I will see you again on June 28th for the new moon in Cancer. Until then, again, may we all be happy. May we all be healthy. May we all continue to grow and change. May we all feel safe. And may we all feel loved. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is.
Blessed be. I hope today's message served you. If you enjoy the Follow Your Path podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. As a thank you, every month I do a drawing from the reviews and I choose one person to win a free one hour, one-on-one soul coaching session with me. This can be done in person or online, depending on where you are. I also feature reviews on my website and social media. So thank you for the feedback and the testimonials. It truly is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to meeting with you again in the next episode.